Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bridging Impact Podcast, the podcast that is passing wisdom to the next generation of athletes, coaches, and parents to transform leaders on and off the court. And in today's edition of Coach's Corner, which is our Friday edition of the Bridging Impact Podcast, I coach for Tato Talk about what I am seeing in the youth sports world, the questions I'm getting asked by parents and coaches and athletes. And so let's dive right into this topic. It's a fun one. Everyone talks about it, everyone knows about it, and it's probably the worst part of youth sports. Parents. How do we deal with parents? And it's kind of an interesting subject, right? Because I want to invite parents into the Bridging Impact basketball experience. I think parents are an integral part of, it's the most important, like parents are more important than coaches when it comes to sports experiences. I do think coaches play a big role as well, but number one would be the parents. And you know, obviously I get the opportunity to be now a club basketball coach. And so when you're in the club basketball world, you get to see the goods, right? There's a lot of great parents out there that are supporting their kids, no matter how they do and giving them reminders and encouragements and some of the stuff that I'm going to talk about a little bit later. But there are also parents that are continually, you know, trying to grab their kids' attention while they're playing and, and you know, being reactive. And so a lot of that is what I'm going to touch on in this. And especially this is a great episode for parents to listen to and, and really figure out how to actually support your kid. And because and, we all want to challenge our kids, right? You know, I think, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you how to parent because some parents are more of the encouraging style. Some parents are more of like the challenging and, and rise to the occasion. And I think both parenting styles are very useful, but as the challenging parent, right, there are some, you know, kind of rules of thumb in how to do it. And especially at the age in the maturity level, right? Because certain kids, you know, may you, you may have a fifth grader who's really mature and as mature as a high schooler. And then you may also have, you know, a freshman or a sophomore that was really affected by the pandemic and, and is delayed in, in maturity wise. So it's not all like one size fits all for, for age. There's, you know, some general rules of thumb that we'll kind of dive into. But what I really wanted to get, you know, open this up with is just the constant yelling at your kid throughout the game. And I want to share a story that was shared on our podcast, you know, actually around this, well, not this time last year, but around July of last year, his name is VJ Stanley. Go recommend, I recommend you go listen to that episode. It's kind of an interesting youth sports experience, experience, ex, uh, perspective, not experience, but um, youth sports perspective, because, you know, he talks a lot about, you know, engagement for the kids and like doing things age appropriate wise. And, and it's going to probably, a lot of coaches will probably push back on what he says. And I think that's actually a good thing sometimes. So with that, he shares this story about, you know, so let's, let's take, you know, me and you, for example, I'm working from home doing some of my business. I'm doing some spreadsheets on, on finances. And, you know, let's say my parents just came in, came into my office every single day. And we're like, nah, don't input it into F4 and put it into F5. No, don't do that. Don't analyze that data. Analyze this data. No, have you looked over here? And it's the the constant, you know, yelling and like none of us like being micromanaged. I don't care who you are, right? Some of you, some of us like to be coached hard, but none of us like to be micromanaged. It does not matter what profession we're doing. I hate being micromanaged when I coach. I hate being micromanaged when I used to play, right? And I don't like being micromanaged at any point in my life. That's one of the reasons I love entrepreneurship and setting my own goals. I love to be coached. I do not like to be micromanaged. And there is a difference that I'm going to talk about right now. So if we, if we do not like being micromanaged when we are doing our work, right, our daily lives, then why do we micromanage our kids? 
Why do we micromanage when they play, right? Oh, son, why did you pass the ball over there? He was open. Well, guess what? He didn't see it because he's five foot two and he has someone taller than him on him, right? And and I'll be honest, I didn't coach the best this weekend. I was a little too reactive and I I kind of got kind of sucked into the to the winning that club basketball is, and and that's a whole nother topic for another day. But so I, I'm still learning and I'm trying to get better at being proactive, but. If you are a parent being reactive and what I mean by reactive, if your, you know, child makes a mistake, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to say, why didn't you pass to this person X or, you know, there are different ways to do it. Hey, next time, keep your head up, right? There's a difference between reminders and being reactive to a mistake. And we always want to make sure that we focus on the next play. You can't focus on fixing that mistake. It's in the past, it's history, and you have to be a goldfish, right? So we have to give them reminders, right? I'm not saying don't encourage, I'm not saying don't challenge them, but you must give them reminders, right? And so I'll, I'll give another good example. And it's better to do it before a mistake happens than after a mistake. So before a mistake, all right, you, 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 you notice that your kid is dribbling down the court and just throwing at the ball wildly, right? Couple of reminders, all right? Number one, stay composed, son. All right, stay composed, player A, all right? Dribble with your head up, see the floor, all right? Don't force things. And just know that, you know, especially for my younger guys, right? 10U is gonna take time, it's a learning adjustment and that, you know, some of the things that you can work on when you're working on, you know, with them on your own or, you know, talking about practice, you know, hey, what did coach say, you know? and this is a big one. This is a big one as a coach. And, you know, are you saying things that separate what the coach is saying from what you're saying? What I mean by that. So, you know, let's say uh, your, your son is a point guard, your daughter is a point guard, and the coach wants them to come down and facilitate. Well, guess what? Are you coming down? Are you telling them, hey, put your head down and drive to the basket, right? You know, a kid, especially a youth kid, right? I'm thinking about my little guys, but even middle school, high school, like I've seen it at the at the varsity level, at the varsity level with parents getting involved and, you know, kids then wanting to please their parents. Like I've seen it at all levels. I really haven't only, you can't do it collegiately because your your butt is going to be sitting on the bench, you know, like there, there's zero tolerance for that. But is you, you need to be somewhat aligned with the coach. You don't have to always agree with the coach. You don't have to agree with me. How we're, how we're coaching, but while the kid is on that team, right, you have the choice of, of taking your kid around, right, and going to coach to coach to coach, which I really do not recommend you do, because let's be honest, you cannot have everything you want in life. You cannot have, like, if you want to be a point guard, your job is not to put your head down as soon as you get the ball and go to the basket. It's not, right? It's to facilitate, all right, when you get the ball, you can reattack, right, when the gaps start to open, but if you put your head down and start driving right to the basket, it's over. It's done. And why are you telling your kid to do that? Right? Why are you telling your kid that they can do whatever they want to do in life? You cannot do that when you have a job. You know that, right? So that is one of the most frustrating things as a coach. And so you have to align yourself with a coach somewhat, right? If you want your kid to attack the basket, understand, hey, all right, make sure you do what coach wants you to do, swing the ball around. But when you get it and you find a gap, then you can attack, right? A little bit of both. And so just understanding that it's it's so much more. And and you have to understand that when a coach is coaching a game, he is not 
coaching your kid he's coaching the team and i think that's one of the biggest things that i haven't experienced yet but i see with other coaches i see you know like you know hey get my player in you know hey player player a doesn't like when you do that you know like hit a coach's job he's doing his best she's doing their best and that's that's it at the end of the day so we got reminders and encouragement. Just encourage them, support them at the end of each game, right? The car ride home. Are you supporting them? Or are you berating them? Um, you know, like it may not be the best idea to talk about some of the mistakes. Talk about it the next day. Make a note of it next time when you're taking them to school. Hey, you know, what, what did you see? Right. Ask them questions. Don't always be telling them because sometimes, you know, if you're always telling them the answers, you're not empowering them to have the skills to eventually make those decisions and reads and skills in the game, right? You're not playing the game, we're done. I'm done, I play pickup basketball, that's it, right? I get to coach, that's that's my role now. And I need to do a better job of asking, hey, what can, what can we see? And again, I'm always trying to challenge myself and be a better coach. I was not proud of how I coached last weekend, I was not. I, I didn't adequately prepare the team, you know, I, it, it just, it wasn't there. So I have to go back to the drawing board, prepare them better in practice, prepare, prepare them better before games, all right? And just understand that it's gonna be a learning curve. And I think that's a, that's the other thing is you can't have this expectation of winning every single game. And that's the problem with, with club sports is when you're investing so much money, right? What do you, you, you have to start asking what, why are you investing that money? Is it to win at, in fourth grade or is it to develop your kid to become a better middle school and high school player when they grow, right? Youth sports are all about development. Is it not about winning? It's not about winning. In the culture of club basketball, it's about winning. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's no way around it. Like, I feel it. I feel the culture, right? You don't want to get your butt kicked. You know, like, that's just what it is. Um, for better or for worse, I think there's some pros to, to club basketball that, you know, you, you teach and you, you work at an elite level. Um, but I do think it, unfortunately, weeds out kids who are slower to develop in the game of basketball that may, you know, succeed later on that are late bloomers um but get, get discouraged early so that's the one thing like if they're getting your, their butt kicked please continue to encourage them to keep playing don't you know be like hey quit now you know like there's a percentage that a lot of kids you know end up quitting by the age of 11 and, and even higher at the age of 13 because of, of the pressure we should not be putting our kids in the pressure cooker at, at a young age it should still continue to be fun and again i'm not saying don't challenge them especially for those that are more advanced and love the game, you need to challenge them. And there's gotta be a balance. It's an art to it. There's an art to parenting. There's an art to coaching and, and I'm not a parent. So at the end of the day, I don't know what it's like. You know, I really don't. This is just sharing a third party perspective, hopefully some little bit of tidbits and you can probably push back a little bit because, you know, I'm not a parent. And, you know, I've always list open to listening to new perspectives, but the one thing I do know as a coach, right, is an art of coaching. And the art of coaching is finding the fine line between challenging and encouraging, because I'm going to leave you off with this. What you celebrate gets rewarded. So if you celebrate, you know, always, you know, shooting 10 to 12 games and that 10 to 12 shots per game and they're not good shots, well, guess what? Your kid's going to keep taking bad shots. But guess what? Your kid, once they're in middle school and high school, they're going to be sitting on the bench. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it because shot selection and being a good team player is an important part of the game. So. 
without further ado, that's the end of this episode. Please, please reach out to me and let me know your thoughts on this episode. I know it's probably a little bit more of a controversial one, and I'm really excited to have open up some dialogue because at the end of the day, parents are the most important people when it comes to sports. And I want to make sure that all of our kids are supported in the best way possible. And as me, for me as a coach, I'm always learning, trying to develop my skills and ability to lead young men, young women to become great athletes, but honestly, I want them to be great leaders on and off the court. Sports is a vehicle to transform people's lives. So let's continue to do that. Please share this podcast with a friend. If you got something out of it, go leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That's how we grow. Got some really good, fun guests coming up in the pipeline, and we are growing this podcast, growing the business, and I'm really, really grateful for those of you that take the time out of your day to listen. I would love to have a conversation with you all, whether it's via DM or we get on a phone call, however you want to do it. All right, Coach for Title out. I will see you all next week.